reborn out of disaster, four survivors rose again to form a legion of the world's strangest heroes. Da-da-da-doom Patrol! Podcast. I'm your host Scott Coles, and with me, as always, is Murray Fox. And this week, we are going to look at Doom Patrol number thirty-four from from the USA from July nineteen ninety. Ah, nineteen ninety. Such a good year for comics. Oh, yes. <laughs> You're getting close to the end of. Uh, the good years for comics, for the most part, but uh, <laughs> the Doom Patrol still won. That's right. At this point in time. Totally. totally. And will remain so for another two, three years at least. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Alrighty, so this is a great issue. This is like... This is possibly <laughs> my favorite issue of the Morrison run. Oh. It is rivaled perhaps only by the one where Danny the Street dreams that the Doom Patrol are a Fantastic Four analog. <laughs> that one's pretty good, too. I really like that one as well. So, Yes. And anything with the Brotherhood of Dada is always awesome. But I'm pretty sure this is my favorite one just because the Brain and Mr. Mala are my favorite Doom Patrol villains of all time. Absolutely. They are awesome. They, epitom- they epitomize everything that is good about comics. <laughs> Superhero comics especially. Talking gorilla <laughs> in the jar, robots. That's better. Yeah, totally. It does not get much better. Crazy accents. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You got the French. You got the more French. More French. Probably African French and Parisian French. That's right. Gorilla accented French. Not sure how that yeah. works. <laughs> Alrighty. Alrighty. So we have the cover, which is awesome. <laughs> we have uh, Monsieur Mala. <laughs> I, I was uh, having trouble finding this, this issue, so I sent one of my children up to the upstairs vault to check for me. <laughs> I was trying to describe it to her, and I said, You're looking for number 34. It's got a gorilla on the cover pushing a baby carriage. <laughs> <laughs> That's not weird at all. <laughs> gorilla has a beret. He's a French gorilla. <laughs> Whatever, Dad. <laughs> yes, he does. He has a beret, a great big Uzi strapped to his back. <laughs> he's like loaded down with guns and here's a banana peel. Yes, he's just the old lady and a crying child. <laughs> Perfect. It is very good. Very, very good. If nothing else, it's definitely my favorite Simon Bisley cover. Oh, yeah. Yes. I am partial to gorillas, so I might be biased. <laughs> well, this is a pretty darn good gorilla. A very expressive face there. <laughs> Alrighty, so we get in there, and we have got the soul of a new machine. Title of the book, it is, of course, by Grant Morrison, Richard Case, John Nyborg is inking. Nyborg? 
Nyborg? Oh, Nyberg. Nyberg. Nyborg. <laughs> you remember the, the old movie Heavy Metal from the 80s? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the name of, like, the cocaine, like, drug that the, <laughs> those two aliens had and the big, uh, oh, big machine right. that they rolled out, like, big small diamond straight. Yes, there you go. Oh, man. Good night, boy. <laughs> All righty. Well, see, clearly, that would not have been far off in this book. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm sure John Nyberg took his name directly from Heavy Metal. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> All edited by one Art Young. Yes. Alrighty. So, it opens up with a question. Does the body rule the mind, or does the mind rule the body? And we have a picture of a brain in a jar, bloopity blooping away, all hooked up to little doodads and such. Like a brain in a jar is one. That's right. What else would you do if you were a brain in a jar? And then we zip into the chief's... uh, Lab there. He's working away on Cliff. Working on Cliff's new, new, new body. <laughs> the black Mag- Doc Magnus built body. Yes, the one that he's unhappy with. Yes, very unhappy. Shoddy workmanship. Yes, pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, next time I see Doc Magnus, I intend to tell him exactly what I think of his work. <laughs> Excellent. Why should I have to step in to correct his idiotic mistakes? Haven't I enough on my mind? Huh. So he's planning to build Cliff a whole new body himself. Because this little scrap piece is pretty much just a temporary workaround job there. <laughs> <laughs> you know Doc Magnus spent a lot of time on that too. And she's kind of a jerk. Totally. He gave it like little racing stripes. Yeah, and- Deckles on the front yeah, and everything. Yeah, he went yeah, all yeah. Warhammer 40k on this thing. No kidding. This was yeah, this was no cheap metal man design. This was like tricked out. <laughs> However, Chief is having none of it. So uh, the Chief has Joshua go check in on Rhea because she's uh, she's also bloopity blooping away in the background somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> Still comatose, but we suspect she's probably uh not going to be comatose for long. Yes. Uh-huh. And uh, Joshua agrees to look in on her. He asks, you know, where the rest of the Doom Patrol is, and uh, they're just all out on errands or whatever. He's got no idea. Cliff or Chief has no idea where Rebus is, and everyone else is just out. <laughs> so. Like they do. Man, that's you right. can't sit around in that uh, dank headquarters all day. No. In the cave. That's right. You need a life. You need to get out. Explore the surrounding countryside Except like there. the borders, hang out, mm-hmm. get a Starbucks, you know. <laughs> That's right. So poor old Josh, he gets to play the role of uh, nurse, <laughs> handing the scalpel. Well, he is a sort of a nurse. Kind he of, He officially yeah. got his medical degree, so. So really, that's all he's good for then. He's all... Technically, he's best utilized as a nurse. <laughs> that's right. Sorry. Hand me the cutter things. Hand me the other... Yeah. You know. So, Chief is working away. It's funny. <laughs> excellent, excellent. He's uh, the man's an imbecile. World's foremost cybernetic authority. Ha! All right, so the Chief has been working away on Robot Man for like two days, and he's been neglecting his own work uh, research. And, uh, you know, there's all kinds of breakthroughs he could have made in that time, but instead he has to work on Cliff. And he uh, stretches in his chair, and he's like, all right, 
He should at least be serviceable now. He's kind of done what he can do for now. He's going to, uh... <laughs> He's run out of chocolate. <laughs> no. That's right. So he's gonna. Chief have... is very much like my wife. If he runs out of chocolate, that's it. It's that's right. Everything's gotta stop. It's time. <laughs> Life ends. So they are gonna make a road trip into town and pick up some chocolate. <laughs> the chief's like, I'd hate to become irritable. Yes, that's exactly what Carla says too. <laughs> Absolutely. Chief will get some chocolate. I'd hate to become irritable. <laughs> totally. Alrighty, so uh, Josh is like, well, should we put uh, Cliff's brain back into his body? And Chief is just like, later, I refuse to perform a delicate operation without my chocolate. <laughs> and he's like, Cliff enjoys it anyway. He enjoys the isolation of being a disembodied brain. He tells me it's very enlightening. <laughs> sure he does. Yeah, sure, sure. Perhaps I'll try it someday. <laughs> <laughs> Right, right, right. Oh, and as they leave, uh, the chief casually mentions, I think we'll be moving out of these headquarters soon. I've gotten kind of tired of this place, so uh, you had best gather up your belongings. We'll be uh, heading out. <laughs> and Joshua's like, what? 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 Just for himself, you know, whatever. <laughs> that is right. So Cliff is lying on the table, and suddenly his eyes pop open. And I presume he can... Uh, He's looking at his brain, maybe, or he's having. Well, no, the, he's the eyes open because, as we see later, it's not the brain. That's not the it's brain. The body itself is is becomes self aware. Yes. So, uh, yeah, Cliff, I guess, is saying sensory deprivation's fine once you pass through the doors. First door's the door of boredom, hearing nothing, seeing nothing, experiencing nothing. And then the panic sets in, and then the door of <laughs> hallucination opens, and you get nightmares and stuff. And we, of course, get a lovely image there of uh, Cliff's brain being knifed and tranquilized, and it's all superimposed over his uh, over his crash from the ship. Not the ship. His crash from... Uh... There we go. <laughs> <laughs> it's all superimposed over his uh, memory of his uh, racing ship crash. Oh, yes. There we go. So, where are we here? So he's all alone in the darkness. He's at the... Uh, the Center of the cyclone. That's right. The room without doors, and then there's some knocking. He's like, who's there? Amos? Amos who? A mosquito. <laughs> oh, I gotta remember that one. <laughs> knock, knock. Steve, Steel, Cliff Steel, can you hear me? Are you there? And we see that the body is up, moving around, and it's plugging things into the brain jar. It plugs the speaker jack into the yeah, <laughs> the apparatus there. So I Cliff, thought. yeah, Cliff is able to speak now. He's like, "Hello, did someone just plug me into a speaker? Hello, will someone answer me? Is that you, Chief? Chief?" And the body says, no, it's me. I've come to talk. I'm your body. Damn that Doc Angus. <laughs> he can't build a robot without putting a brain inside it by itself. <laughs> That's right. That... Even if you're already going to put a brain in it, it's got like a backup brain or something. Yeah, what is it they say? Two brains are better than one. Totally. <laughs> it's that damn responsometer. Right. And Cliff is like, what? This is some kind of joke. <laughs> No joke, I've just developed consciousness. It's a little embarrassing. I'm not really sure how it happened. 
my fault or my guess is a faulty responsometer. There you go. See? Totally. <laughs> totally. Anyway, I thought we should talk. And Cliff's like, uh, sure. I mean, uh, what do you want to talk about? <laughs> and the body says, well, I'm worried, Cliff. At least I think I'm worried. I'm worried about what might happen if they put you back into me. I might lose my independence. I don't think I can allow that to happen, Cliff. This body is full of marvelous gadgets, like this mini diamond drill, for example. Uh That's not going to be good. He's going all howl. (laughs) And, of course, he drills a little hole into the brain jar. uh, Precious, precious brain juice are leaking out. That's right. Your tank's made of very tough plastic, hard to break through, almost completely impervious. Almost. There, I've drilled a neat little hole. And Cliff's like, are you insane? The nutrient fluids will leak out. You're killing me. For God's sake, why are you doing this? He's like, I call it a refutation of dualism. I guess I'm just a materialist at heart. What is mind, Cliff? Does mind, pure mind, exist without the body? Or out with the body? Or is it inextricably linked to physical functions? When your brain dies, will your mind live on? You'll soon find out, Cliff. And Cliff's like, oh my god. <laughs> Existential dilemmas from a robot body. That's oh right. God. That's what you like. <laughs> and the body's like, tell the truth. I don't really care. Now, why don't we talk? And that, of course, is a lovely time to head on over to Paris. I'm assuming it's Paris. I mean, nope. where else would it be? No, I think they're they're actually in uh, Happy Harbor or wherever. Oh, look at that. They're traveling. So, of course, we get (laughs) Monsieur Mala and the brain, and he's uh, camouflaged the brain, and we get the the baby carriage. Yeah. (laughs) Because, of course, if you're a ginormous gorilla pushing a baby carriage, no one will look twice at you. (laughs) All righty. So... New York City or Vegas or something like that. Right. right? But... uh, Happy Same Harbor? Mm-hmm. Is it Maine? I think so, yeah. Happy Harbor is? I don't know. Wherever it is, they are clearly used to having a gorilla <laughs> wandering around town. Mm. So, they're having a lovely philosophical discussion. And uh, the gorilla Mala is saying, Of course, Plato, Plato was the first to make the distinction. He maintained that the body was simply a vehicle for the mind. And the brain is like, Mala, Mala, I know all that. Are we almost there yet? May we muster. But shh, keep your voice down. We dare not blow our cover. Where's my gum? I must try to look as normal as possible. <laughs> and the brain is like, I believe you stuck it onto the side of my head. Ah, yes, I see it there. And he pulls his uh, chewing gum off of the brain's <laughs> brain pan. <laughs> I won't have it, Mela. It's disgusting and it's unhygienic. Did I bring you up to be a slob? I think not. Sorry, (laughs) man. That's right. Forgive me, master. I'm nothing but a beast. I know it and I'm ashamed. Perhaps, as Descartes argued, we beasts are mere automata, driven by instinct and mindless lusts. (laughs) Don't be ridiculous, Mela. Descartes was nothing but a miserable git (laughs) <laughs> never had a good time in his entire life. Are we <laughs> nearly there yet? <laughs> ah, there we go. There you get some reaction on the street now. A lovely lady is all freaked out at the thought of a 
gorilla wandering the streets. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, of course, Malak continues the, uh, the charade there. Good afternoon, madame. Nice weather today. <laughs> <laughs> and the brain is like, are you still wearing that ludicrous hat? <laughs> the revolutionary beret was given to me by Fidel Castro himself. It was Che Guevara's favorite. I have vowed to take my hat off only to the man who bests me in combat or at chess. <laughs> chess. I'm tormented by thoughts of strip chess. <laughs> who isn't? Who isn't? Pure mind just isn't enough, Mala. I long for a body. Do not fear, I shall soon, I shall see to it soon, you shall have a fine body, master. Do not lose heart. <laughs> ah, Mala, faithful Mala. And then we get a flashback to Mala's origins, mm -hmm. where he was a gorilla in the, <laughs> gorilla in the mist. Borneo uh, or whatever. Yes. He's captured by the brain and they enhance the powers of his brain so he's no longer... Just a savage brute. He is now a genius. <laughs> and we see him in a suit, eating a banana, and reading with his foot, with his foot while his cigar <laughs> is beside him. Very urbane. Very, very. <laughs> Excellent. And we move on to the uh, a quick little recap of his uh, time with the Brotherhood of Evil, and we see... The Brotherhood hanging out together, doing battle against the Doom Patrol and the Teen Titans, those happy, happy days. Ah, yes. What a pair. A couple of swells, the Brain and Monsieur Malat. <laughs> we have a picture of Malat jumping across the panel, cradling the Brain in his arm as he machine guns away. Stop, Uzi, uh... <laughs> Excellent. He automatic weaponry. Totally. Through thick and thin, says Mala, a vivid and explicit expression of Cartesian dualism. Oh my. Oh my, these guys are thinkers. Oh yeah. <laughs> yes, we've come a long way together, you and I. You may be a rampant animal and an active sensualist, but I can't help thinking we were made for one another. I have often thought that, mon ami, and soon our long partnership will reach its towering pinnacle. We have arrived. See there, Doom Patrol headquarters. <laughs> I like how their headquarters from the outside just looks like a big mountain with like a big, <laughs> with a big yeah, 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 big like, hangar door. <laughs> Excellent. All right, and the brain is getting excited. All these years, he's waited for revenge. They, uh, they aren't going to know what hit him. Don't excite yourself, master, says Mala. Remember what happens the last time when your brain overheated. <laughs> I hate when my brain overheats. Yeah, I know, I know. That's why I, I try not to think of it too much. <laughs> uh, and the brain is like, yes, you're right. It's just that this plan is so outrageously perfect. <laughs> and uh, Mala says, I'll hide the brain mobile here just in case. The brain mobile. <laughs> <laughs> and he pushes the baby card into, a, into, into the bushes. <laughs> uh, yes. There, just as you predicted, Master, the ventilation shaft. And he rips it open, and they climb on down. All the while, the brain is monologuing 
First he's going to defeat the Doom Patrol, then the Titans, then the Salvation Army. He will show them no mercy. He's got hard on for the Salvation Army. Totally. <laughs> they did to him. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Pestered by an extremely pushy uh, <laughs> due to Christmas with the bell and the That's dish. That's right. Later. That's right. He's never forgiven it. Totally. Alrighty, so we go back inside and we have Cliff and the body discussing further. Uh, Alrighty, so the body says, I prepared all my weapons to explode if anyone attempts to transplant another brain into me. Once I explain that to them, they won't dare. I'll be free. It's simple. And Cliff is like, well, then there's no need to kill me, is there? Is there? I mean, come on, think about it. (laughs) I don't think. I just act. You brains are the ones who do all the thinking. You ruin it for us bodies. That won't happen again. I'm going to enjoy life instead of worrying. I'm, I'm going to live. I'm going to hang around bars and, and I'm going to sing and I'm going to dance. I'm going to dance myself dizzy. <laughs> I won't be alone in my lonely room. I want it all. Don't you see? I want everything I've ever seen in the movies. And he's twirling around in his big clunky robot body. <laughs> Alrighty. And. And. We will get Scott back. Here it's ringing. There you go. That was a hard fall off. That was. I didn't even. I didn't even see it coming. There you go. However. The brain or the body. The body was dancing around. He wants it all. Song, music, hanging around bars. He has plans, this body does. And then Cliff says, knock, knock. And the body's like, what? You're supposed to say who's there. And then I say, what is this? Some kind of trick, says the body. Knock, knock. And at that point, the brain and Monsieur Mala burst in. <laughs> And that's what the body decides to say. Who's there? That's right. And Mala says, guess. The body's like, you're not going to stop me. On the contrary, Monsieur Robot Man, I will. He sends a ginormous bullet missile thing. Yeah. Knocks the body down, but of course, he gets up and he's like, excuse me, but I am not Robot Man. Robot Man is my father. (laughs) Uh, Master, I see that you too crave action. Do not fear. I will show you action such as you have never seen before. Brain versus brain. (laughs) He hucks him across the room. (laughs) He's like, Mama, for God's sake, what are you doing? (laughs) I'm a brain pan, you fool. And of course, brain hits brain, and they're both on the table. (laughs) That's right. The brain brain is groaning and moaning and Cliff's brain is like what the hell is going on out there <laughs> and the brain says robot man it's you isn't it hated enemy at last we are face to face in open combat <laughs> open combat meaning they're lying on the same table together <laughs> yes Cliff is like this is freaking ridiculous <laughs> <laughs> and of course the body and the uh, the ape are still duking it out I have you now no, you can't be. Yes, I can. And he lifts up the body and 
body slams him onto Oh, uh, yeah, the big body slam. That's right. Gorilla press slam. Totally, right onto the operating team. the Ultimate Warrior in 1992. <laughs> Stop struggling. Where's your courage? What? <laughs> what are you... No, wait. Be quiet, Monsieur Robot. Fist this like a man. But you don't understand. Wait, my weapon systems are... Silence! And he gives him a great big clonk on the face. Shuts him up. the robot out. That's right. That's better. Now, Master, let us begin the operation. Who knows? That's going to be a problem, I'm sure. Hmm. All right, so the next page, it's all black, and then we have a little word bubble there. Master, are you there? It's over, Master. I did it. How do you feel? Feel? Feel, says the body. I... I can feel it's a triumph, Mala. My brain and this magnificent body. Oh my God! How do I look? And the brain says, "You, <laughs> you look very handsome, Master." And they stare. One of those long, long <laughs> That's looks. right. Across the room, their eyes meet. Oh dear! <laughs> While Cliff's brain is in the background, just leaking away. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's an uncomfortable silence for a moment. Yes, well. Now we must destroy Robot Man's brain and take our revenge on Mala. And Mala says yes. Let's let's stop pretending, Mala. All these years we've worked together, lived together. I can't lie to you any longer. I love you, Mala. <laughs> and the ape is like, you don't know how long I've waited to hear those words. That's right. The tears are streaming down his face. We mustn't be ashamed of these feelings. Kiss me, Mala. Kiss me, Mala. <laughs> we need that on a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, that would be an awesome t-shirt. <laughs> and the brain moves in for a big smack. <laughs> and then he's like, but first, please, take that gum out of your mouth. And he's like, oh, sorry. And he... <laughs> this is classic. Classic. Yeah. He takes the gum... Squishes it onto uh, whatever's handy, which happens to be Cliff's uh, brain jar. And that just happens to cover up the leaking hole. Yeah. What is the hole? The power so of gum. It doesn't get all dried out. That's right. And Mala is like, I, I don't know what to say. Then don't say anything. Oh, Mala. Oh, Master. And they go in for the big slurpy yeah. kiss. And that. That's because uh, I was trying to figure out if uh, if the body, if the brain's eyes are closed there, or if it's that's just the signal that the body's about to detonate. Oh, I'm gonna go with the eyes are closing. Yeah, probably. It's much it's more romantic that way. Yeah, totally. <laughs> <laughs> totally, the brain is an eye closer, whereas Mala is kind of like. He's got the soft. That's right. Is he looking? Does he like to look at me? (laughs) That's right. He's one of those peekers. Yeah. So, of course, there's a great big explosion. Mala's beret is sent flying and (laughs) ends up landing. The Tunes cartoon, just a cloud of smoke. (laughs) Yeah. Unless on Cliff's jar. That's right. And Cliff's like, oh, God. Can someone please tell me what's going on out there? Someone? Anyone? Hello? Oh, well. Knock, knock. Who's there? Talk to himself again. Totally. Does the body rule the mind, or does the mind rule the body? I don't know. (laughs) And we get a great big close-up of Cliff's brain 
wearing the uh, beret piece of gum, holding in all the brain fluid. And that's the end. The end of the tender love story. Uh, yes. The tender <laughs> love story that was met with howls of resentment. Oh, I can't believe people resented that. I know. It totally fits. It, well, I know. It was a different time, I guess. It was like 20 years uh, ago. Yeah, there's not as a... Uh, Guerrilla human love was not as... That's <laughs> right. Not as rampant as it is right now. <laughs> that's right. That's <laughs> right. I can't walk down the streets without knocking into a monkey and his chick. I <laughs> uh, know, right? <laughs> They're everywhere. The monkeys are taking all the good chicks, too. <laughs> I know. Thankfully, I'm married. I don't need to worry about hunting for chicks anymore, but... But... Were I a swinging single... <laughs> you would be losing out. I would be losing out. I would need to be... Investing in the bananas and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And next we get the men from nowhere. Bum, bum, bum. No, yeah. not the Teen Titans nowhere. The nowhere that came before. Yes. The original. The original the nowhere. nowhere as That's right. <laughs> Excellent. Alrighty, who have we got in the letter pages? Jay Torres. Do we? Second um, page right there. Jay Torres, yeah. Excellent. He did a lot of the uh, Legion of the Superheroes in uh, 30th Century. But... Yes. Yeah, he did those, and he's he's done a lot of work for Oni, too. Yeah, yeah. A good, good Canadian guy. Oh, yeah, CanCon. Right on. <laughs> right on. Uh, As for us, I don't know. Yes. We're all commenting on Beautiful 30 one where we went down into Crazy Jane's brain. Yes, and it seems to have been well received by well received. one and all. One and all. Excellent. Alrighty, so that's it. That's it. Next week we get, or next week, next time we get the uh, the men from nowhere. And, and we get introduced to Danny the Street. Oh, yeah. Sensational character find of 1990. Totally. That is wild. So Danny the Street and Nowhere are connected by uh, Grant Morrison, and then they're also connected, like, in the current DCU. Yeah. Very weird. I haven't read any of that stuff, but, uh, so it's interesting. Maybe it's something we should follow up on just a little bit. Yeah, yeah, we'll have to... You read those, don't you? Uh, yeah, I've been reading Teen Titans a bit. Not Superboy. I think he's shown up in Superboy as well, but uh, uh, at this point, I think Danny is still very much a background character in the new yeah. in the new DCU. Uh, he's, he's useful to have around when you need to get somewhere fast. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. That's what they've been using him. They have been using him as their little handy-dandy transporter. Like you do. Of course. If you've got a magical street... Why would you not use it? Exactly. All right. Oh, and then the back, we get an ad for Total Recall. Oh, yeah. Mr. Schwarzenegger. Get ready for a surprise. (laughs) Excellent. All righty. Well, if you want to leave us a note, you can send us an email. Our email address is doompodtroll at gmail.com, or you can wander over to our website, which is also doompodtroll.com. All our episodes are up, and they all have little linkies that you can click and comment on. Yes. Join us next week when we finally say farewell to the Silver Age Doom Patrol. (sighs) 
Yes. Boom, boom, boom. Sad music. music (laughs) Sad walking away music. (laughs) Boom, 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 boom. Yes. (laughs) Alrighty, we will catch you all next week.